Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wyman Podcast. I'm Toski. I'm Tito. I'm Steve. I'm Ashkay. Stacy. And Matt. Full. LeBlanc. <laughs> Whoa. Damon. Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. I, liked him in Lo- I liked him in Lost in Space. I thought that was a great movie. <laughs> Matt Damon? <laughs> Gary Oldman's <laughs> finest Matt work. LeBlanc. That movie is actually... I like the time paradox, how they like... Because, you know, the whole show is, like, about them lost on the planet for, like, ever. Like, they essentially, like, it's... We live on this planet now. It's Gilligan's Island in space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I liked how the movie uh, didn't like created the, the the that plot in the sense that there's that time bubble. So a version of them did live their entire life yeah. on the planet. Yeah. In that bubble, and then there's like the whole thing, like the old, what who was it the the older Will Robinson and Doctor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It ended up with Will and the Doctor were the two two left. But and he was the spider. Man, was the who was the girl in that? I remember her being just Lacey Chapman. Chapman, Chapman, Chat- 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 no, no, Chat- she was one of them. Yeah, but Lacey was, was like the hot. underage at that from, point, uh, and then yeah, yeah, yeah and they, therefore super hot. <laughs> they gave her the armor yeah. boobs. Yeah, like, straight for Hermione up, right? in the second and last Harry Potter, where yeah. they're like, they're not here yet. Let's just CGI them. <laughs> wow, they never. They came. have to be here for book seven. They don't. They don't need to touch up a thing about straight Emma up, Watson right? now. Yeah, not that they ever did, but there's actually a picture floating around. I don't know if it's real or it must be real. Real. Of her taking off her panties on the red carpet. What? I've not seen that. I need to Google this. Yeah, it's it's like a shot where she, like she's got it's her a production on. photo from she's the. She's got her ring. dress on and shit, but she's like taking off her panties. Seems like someone <laughs> would do Emma Watson takes off her panties. Immediate Google search it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I that it's me doing it too. None of the guys. Yeah, like, oh, she'll get it. Panties. Sorry, it's, it's my. Back, it's actually my red. background for all sitting there. I don't know if I want to search takes off panties, red carpet. She this is interesting. Take? See, I would do it, but this is my work phone, and just Emma in Watson, case they check my searches, I'd <laughs> probably just be like, Emma Watson takes carpet. off panties. I don't think this is real. Well, I mean, you take a look at Jennifer Lawrence. She wasn't even wearing underwear on the red Who carpet. Played the mom on that movie. So, um, on Lost in Space. Ah, uh, fuck out. You can see her face. Susan Sarandon. No. <laughs> Susan Sarandon yeah. is. This isn't real. The mom, you know? You don't think? No. Let me see. Aww. Man, I wish. Oh, it doesn't look. Like, it looks no. like she's doing something to her legs. But uh, no. That's TMZ reported. The panties yeah, themselves. Up, right? Oh. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Looks real to me. 
Well, it's real enough. I can it's enough. <laughs> That's the power of wanting yeah, to believe. The power of Photoshop. So we're here to talk about panties. Hang on. <laughs> There's a logo. This is the panty of Leviosa. Stop it! Wrong. That guy's uh, Oni is freaking hilarious. He is. He's like amazing. Dragon Ball P is probably one of the funniest <laughs> animations I've seen. Cake. <laughs> I think I remembered why this we didn't heart. do 6 Here's people. You're fucking with me, right? <laughs> it's definitely not real. There's a logo on them. There's a logo on the painting. It's, what does it say? Uh, the boy who lived on there. <laughs> there's, there's two hearts and it says something hearts, but I can't read it properly. Kingdom Hearts? What is that? Like, Kingdom is that, Hearts panties? If it's, if it's on panties, it's got to be the boy who loved. <laughs> the boy loved. Oh, and left. Uh, Kevin Smith did a pretty good pitch about like a post Harry Potter meetup between Hermione and Those Harry. Those panties are too big for <laughs> Ron's her. just a drunk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you were pulling your panties off, they wouldn't go at that angle. Like not. Or you wouldn't do it in a fucking red carpet <laughs> setting. I think that would be the probably initial I one. Benedict Cumberbatch would have like spotted that as a fake like mm. minutes ago. <laughs> you had a wedgie bag. I called it as a fake the second. <laughs> Don't 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 compete against Sherlock. Freaking, you just can't I am win. so tired of this competitive shit. Seriously, <laughs> fuck you guys. I feel like I was giving a part of me in our friendship, and all you guys have done is fucking rag on me for being competitive. That's what we do. We rag on each other. That's, that's what we do. Everybody rags on you me rag for on being me good looking. Everyone can get fucked. Fuck off. I am the lightning rod of this group. It's like we're having a bad day. Let's just pick on top. Totally, we're totally bitching about. Well, you don't be so pickable. Believe it. I'm more pet carnival than you. <laughs> we were talking about how we want to do afternoon pods. And we're like, if we have afternoon pods, Todd's not going to let us because he wants to be on every we, podcast. We figured it out. We had the gangbang theory. Because yeah. me and Ash... There is a gangbang theory. What's yeah. the gangbang theory? <laughs> it's it's actually we, like, this should be the new slogan of the podcast. If we have a gang podcast gang without yeah. you, it's like having a gangbang with your girlfriend. And, and you're, you're not, not there. Not there. Wouldn't that be upsetting? I would be it's upset. It's like a trend <laughs> when Ross know, man. and his wife and the, the lesbian go at it and they won't let Ross tar- partake. Yeah, Stacy came up with yeah, it. She just makes a sandwich. I was playing Vita. It Vita. was Stacy's uh, analogy. Um, I don't know, man, because you guys have all ample opportunity. Well, that's actually what we talked about because... Uh, actually, you don't have mics yet. Ash and I have uh, lunch every two weeks just because of happenstance. And we're like, man, we should do like a lunchtime pod. <laughs> wow, yeah, because be we have lunch every Friday. And like talk about so every single Friday. He'll call it Pods Without Todd. The pods oh, Without Todd. Oh, Holy oh, shit. Oh, I love it. Whoa. New series for my own podcast. He's like, fuck you. Well, we should, what we if you have a guest like, named Todd? Do like no. a 30 minute intro to every. Episode blah blah blah. Uh, I still have the power of editing. Then fucking upload it. No, in all serious, in all serious, I'm yes, fucking yes. Why why are you not doing it? Is my question. Well, uh, I'm gonna look into this week uh, ordering some some mics because all we need really is like four, and then yeah. There's always, you know, like a ladies' room podcast. I knew that was coming up. I was just waiting for it. Just fucking in. Trenched in dirt for ages, just waiting to fucking hey, ride. Hey, hey, just like a beautiful lady, it might take a while for one to come out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna be worth it. You need to wait for them to write to, to come out. out? <laughs> <laughs> Pun <laughs> intended. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we here for again? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wyman Podcast. I'm Dawson. <laughs> no, we're not. We did the roundtable. 
fuck. Um, really pushing the pods on top. Let's talk about events with Buffalo. Well, or the lack thereof. <laughs> the lack thereof. R.I.P. E.W.B. You're holding that, that one in. Pretty <laughs> no, that, that actually, I saw. That's just how I read it when I saw it on uh, Russell Thomas's blog. That's what, oh, that was yeah, the title yeah. of his blog, or at least it was in the Smith, image. Right. <laughs> it was in the image. It was R.I.P. W.B. And I was well, like, we're, 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 that sounds like a yeah, rap group. We're in the <laughs> dawn of a new age um, yeah. because Events with Buffalo has as uh, they explained it as dissolved, right? Yeah, that's and what I heard. They, too. They, they collapsed it before bankruptcy, and it's interesting because it's right on the on the on the cusp of like we've had like two years ago. It was two years ago that Keanu acts their art program right mm-hmm. so it's really yeah Avengers Day yeah and we just had like a really good um, I don't know what the numbers were for the affair for the arts but I mean William Shatner was here for it and I saw um, Misty showed me a little bit of his speech and it was really oh no no I'm sorry I read in Russell uh, Russell's uh, blog and he was talking about our words culture and people were like well no actions etc and he was like well Mary had a little lamb her fleece w- was white as snow He's like, that's culture. That's English culture, right? Like, people hear it, and they automatically know. Yeah, the crowd, right? This fucking old man, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> so, no, apparently he gave a really impassioned... Hickory dickory dock. Are you going to insult the captain? <laughs> that's the guy bitch, from Boston Legal, right? Bitch was yeah. sucking my cock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just ruined That's everything. <laughs> it is so, Andrew Dice Clay, man. So at any rate, um, he, uh, I guess he gave a really impassionate speech, basically how... Essentially, it's about embracing, like acting and embracing, like uh, the culture, like what you build, right? Even like what you just said, like, like your dirty limerick or whatever. Like technically, if you own it, right? It's interesting because we're having this whole like spree of like graffiti lately too, <laughs> yeah. Right? And and it is, and I will I will say that it is vandalism, except for the fact that like normally graffiti is actually a style of art right and, yeah. and it really is like if you if you see some of the stuff like uh, uh, the example I like to uh, bring up is the listen bird uh, in Edmonton mm-hmm. if anyone knows about it it actually started as a piece of graffiti that was showing up just on walls and stuff and people were removing it but I guess what ended up happening copycats started like uh, the, the uh, bird would be different the like cursive yeah. of the listen would be different and people started it's and then it started like, actually standing for something I remember when I was going to university people were like talking about how like it was about like essentially uh, having government accountable, and maybe that's not what it was intended as, but it sparked <laughs> the conversation. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. Like uh, to me, with the whole graffiti thing, like uh, when it comes to personal property, like uh, and I'll, I'll say personal property because to be honest, I see the graffiti on the sides of the fucking overpasses and shit like that, and that stuff don't bother me. But if you're on like a fucking glass window to an actual building that someone it, like it won't stay there, you know someone's going to clean it up the next day. You're not doing art. I don't give a shit what anyone had to define. That's not art. You're not going to be like, this is going to be a masterpiece. You're like, I'm going to do this to really piss off somebody. Well, well they let, do let it me... to get their name out there. Well, right? they it's really public do. exposure. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Public exposure for something that you like have to keep hush-hush. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will say this. Counterculture. Since that's happened... On Twitter and stuff, I have never heard people uh, speaking more passionately. And I'm not talking about just the people that work at Cano, but the community as a whole, people that aren't really involved in the arts and stuff, speaking so passionately about protecting Cano from this sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, say what you will, it might have been an act of vandalism, but it has sparked a conversation to, hey, we got to do and, and And it's coming hand in hand with the, uh, uh, the dissolvement of events with Buffalo. So it's kind of like this, oh, events with Buffalo 
has gone, and now people are graffitiing. It's like yeah. it's it's interesting. It's just uh, <laughs> David Whitelock going around town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's just a night. white lock. <laughs> oh my god, dude, pube, p e w b. What does the p mean? How, how wow. he spells it on penis. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> no, but events with buffalo with a P in front of it. Well, but that's not how he Protect events with buffalo. <laughs> Maybe that was the message. If Abed were in the room, he'd start a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Just how excited yeah. he is that's, by this that's theory. That's not how it's tagged, though. It's literally P U B E S. It's pubes. But the guy calls himself pube. P E W B. It's not. It's not art. Like like I said, art is if it's oh yeah, yeah. Like to me, it's it's like it's. It's territorial. It's yeah. like it's like a dog lifting his leg on a fire hydrant to me. Well, like there's there's not much art in that. It's it's claiming a spot. Whereas you can see people that do oh, that's funny. Uh, that uh, like I don't know the example that I was using before uh, when we were chatting online about all this uh, graffiti business is some people don't even put like an actual name right like so, like a tag is like kind of like your tag right your name Fucking your insignia hate. your logo your tag. brand your slogan I don't whatever know why it's been pit- that name has been f- pissing me off and i figure i finally figured out why that name irritates me so much why? it's cuz fucking bieber uses it tag uh, that's, I think that's the first time I ever heard of it was he was like I want to tag some equipment or some shit like that and it's like really? dollar fucking I've heard tag Justin for Bieber. like even really I haven't yeah. it's only been yeah, like the yeah. last year I've ever heard of it really and it's really it's really but like see there's a difference between graffiti and tagging it's like a square and a rectangle right like a square is always a rectangle rectangle is not always well that being said a lot of like graffiti artists what they'll do is they'll they'll put something really simple on a wall first and see if someone removes it if if it's not removed then they'll come back and and finish their work the idea is to kind of find a canvas that they know won't be immediately washed off yeah. I, I saw this really good documentary and i forget I, if, if i knew the name i would share it with you guys but it, it's really interesting because like there's a whole it's like a subculture uh of like of, of artists right and essentially the way they work and how like i mean a lot of them what they do is like they put more work in creating like elaborate stencils so that they can tag very, very quickly if yeah. need be, right? So it's like, like Banksy. they just get their color. Yeah, it's just like, sh- 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 and, and yeah. then they're done, right? And they can keep moving on and stuff. And and it takes time because it'll be like they'll make one portion of the piece one day. And then when they have another chance, they'll start adding. And it, it, they, they have an mm-hmm. entire vision in mind. Yeah, right? like only thing I want to play table. devil's advocate is, are we making this like way too complicated for some things? Like, is this not... Is pubes just not some fucking stupid high school kid? Be like, <laughs> pubes on the window. It could be someone who just doesn't like the college. That's exactly, exactly, no, it's exactly it. what it fucking is. Same reason. Same all this shit on Instagram. People spray paint fucking trains and shit. It's the same thing as a girl uploading a photo to herself to Instagram. Being like, how many likes am I going to get? It's being you have a problem of escalation. It's definitely them doing it for attention. And like the fucking flyer that came out, all those guys are so fucking ecstatic because no one's going to rat each other out. They're all friends with each other. I know some of these people. Oh, I guess she doesn't. She doesn't know, does she? But what? That when I called, like, we found who he was. Like, he's yeah. There's different people. Yeah, but when I called Vargo, we found most of them. Yeah. When I called Vargo, though, his phone was flooded. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. People are telling on each other. Well, no, okay, not on each other. But the idiots are posting on fucking. The idiots are posting on Twitter under a fucking common format hashtag. A lot of people took their shit down. Did they? Yeah. Like, I know someone who does, like, in, like, each of these, like, yeah, I just cleaned my house, I took all my cans out, I took all my stencils, all my art, all my sketchbook, it's You know someone that doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Like, does it to the buildings? Not to the buildings. Because that's fucking bullshit. He does, it, he does bullshit. it to 
Well, he's in with the same group of people. They all like pretty much know each other. But he right. doesn't do apartment buildings or complexes or fences or cars. Like he does like uh, like bridges, underpasses, public structure. Mm-hmm. Like not public buildings. He won't do it to schools and shit like Edmonton that. Edmonton has like a really big uh, graffiti scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can tell in some parts. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's interesting because North, like, don't get me wrong. I think like that's the, like the Edmonton scene, like you're talking about. Like there's some fucking wicked art walls yeah. of art in Edmonton. But this isn't art. That's this is just no. Initials. This is a fucking this stupid is, idiot saying. Yeah, this, this is, is funny. Or exactly. it's fucking a stupid word. Like pube is not art. I don't even care. I don't care if someone painted but is the it, word isn't pube. Well, hang on, on hang on. Canvas, is, is pube a, and it's just, in an art gallery? It's is not pube art. just the word, or is it the name of the tagger? Maybe he goes by Pube. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just he saying. He goes by Pube69. No, just like about spray painting Totsky just on random buildings. Or putting on a hat or something. Hat and shirts are fine. Because I don't fucking ruin someone else's shit. Maybe just they're good time. Going back to Eventswood Buffalo, though. All right, Eventswood Buffalo. Like most of you guys, I like to explore the bowels of the internet, yeah. And when I say bowels, I mean like there's like you know YouTube Reddit, comments. There's there's 4chan, and then there's you know there's like certain fetish porns. But sometimes I like to go a little bit even deeper. I like to go to the all the way down. I like to go all the way to what I call the underbowels of the internet. Uh, other people refer to it as Fort McMurray. Everything, everything goes. goes. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So oh God. you I go on there right now, in. yeah. Yo ho! Remember it was last episode. <laughs> Yo ho! <laughs> there you go. Um, so, oh yeah, uh, I was um, I was in there the other day, and like everyone's talking about events with Buffalo, and like, oh, there's already you know nothing to do in this town. You know now there's not oh going to be there's going to be even less to do. Oh and, Get off your fucking computer and go <laughs> and outside. Like, Idiot. On events with you know, Buffalo. <laughs> uh, just uh, just oh. recently, like I signed up. I don't know. I told most of you guys, but I signed up for uh, competitive dodgeball league in town. I've been dying to get a team. Yeah. I really have. There's teams right now. They're, you're, they're still uh, taking uh, teams now until the twenty fourth. The Undodgeables. The Undodgeables. Yeah. <laughs> when do they? When do they play? Which is you have to have we'll two people, we'll uh, two girls per team, but it starts on the twenty fourth, and I believe that's a Wednesday, and it's like every Wednesday. Can you can you send me the link? Yeah, it's, it's just really on McDonaldIsland.ca. McDonaldIsland.ca. They've been, yeah, they've been. They, it's okay. uh, gotta remember. But yeah, so like you know, there's that. There's you know the filmmakers association. There's the <laughs> gaming association. There's tons of stuff that's going to be going on, but like people are just too lazy to look mm-hmm. or too lazy to people go out. Just dumb. Yeah, it's. Like, unless it specifically caters to the most likable thing in your life, like, it just, you know, people just don't want to do it, right? They're picky as fucking Well, no, it'd be the same as the person that hangs out at home all day in Edmonton or Calgary or even, like, Los Angeles. There's couch potatoes. Exactly, right? Even in, like, Los Angeles where there's something to do at any hour. Yeah, but at least they don't get to go on the internet and say there's nothing to do because people will be like, oh, I've seen it. In in L.A., like, there's people, like, from L.A. that are like, nothing to do tonight. I don't know. It's getting fucked Or New York. These are the people that, like, fucking... uh, Ham and cheese sandwich, like fucking. If only there was a kosher bagel place open at three thirty in the yeah, morning. Straight up, right? <laughs> New York problems. <laughs> New York Jew problems. Like, I can't even think of something to say. Like that, uh, you know, Toronto is the same way. Like, there's everything to do in Toronto. I can't even say that because there is a kosher bagel, uh, bagel place in Toronto open all day and all night, twenty four hours a day. Yeah, so, so like, but I like totally you still get bored. Bagels were Jewish for like a long. My time. Ba- my favorite story of of random. Adventure 
adventures in LA about just to go on the path of finding stuff to do. Yeah. I was visiting a friend in Los Angeles and we go, were you there with us? We went to that big boys. Yep. The, yeah. <laughs> and our and our waiter was like this yeah. Mexican guy. And then he starts talking Spanish to me because he knew he he's like, Oh, this guy's obviously Spanish. And then he starts <laughs> yeah. like, like so what are you guys doing up like at two in the morning? We're like, Oh, we just went to a movie a movie. Like there was I forget, what did we go to? Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, Red Kevin State. Smith. Yeah, Red State. Red State uh, screening. And he's like, oh right on. He's like, so you guys gonna keep the party going? And I'm like, oh no, it's late. And he's like, oh no, man, if you guys go down to the beach right now, there's a place where the tequila flows like water. I'm getting <laughs> off in half an hour if you guys want to come with me. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, but he said it in Spanish. It was the weird. I know. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, whoa, man, this guy is so hardcore. literally me and Tyler were like, this dude's taking Tito home tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think he just said tequila. Like I said, I'm the pretty one. <laughs> Like on Venice Beach, if you look out it's your like, window at 3 a.m., there's still hippies dancing around a bonfire. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. Oh my! Doesn't stop. It's awesome. You could do that in Portland too. Mm. <laughs> Portland, Yeah. Well, Portland's full of hipsters. Like it's oh, Portland in Seattle, or oh. it's so many. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, if you ever watch the show Portlandia, it's like an over exaggeration yeah. of it. But yeah, I only just recently started watching that, and I can't recommend it enough. It's I have, super I, awkward. I hear wonderful things. Portlandia. It's, it's so awkward. It, it, like it's so funny. I, it's so awkward that I, I love can't it. how it yeah. makes like, fun of pretentious in, people yeah. so bad. But like not quite as offensive. But what got me hooked was the the dream of the '90s is alive in Portland. So like, that just <laughs> yeah, that's so that just destroyed. Is it on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix. It's really oh, uh, Jeff Goldblum owns a shop for like quirky gifts. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like unique <laughs> gifts, and it's like this weird gem clock <laughs> he's just like i think it really speaks to certain people and he's like yeah yeah but it's like does does it does it represent her aura properly oh yeah you got the aura covered here <laughs> steve buscemi's like in the first episode and they think he's like a sexist it's like that, oh the, that, that those yeah. lesbian like well, uh, bookstore bookstore, bookstore. bookstore. Oh. oh man steve buscemi isn't i have to watch he's yeah. so good I, I love uh i forget who the comedian is he's like a bigger guy but he plays the daughter of one of the he plays the son of one of the feminists from the bookstore and it's so funny he's like i'm your son she's like i never told i never made you make that decision when you were born you could have been whatever you wanted you chose male wow he's like oh. all right back to Mr. Buffalo, I guess. so um okay we were having a conversation earlier this week about um, essentially building something in the community. And my personal thoughts about the, uh, what happened with events with Buffalo is that because this community is a boomtown, everything is built very quickly. And it's great because it, it means you, can, you have the capabilities of getting stuff done very quickly. However, if, that, if what you're building isn't made on a solid foundation or a solid structure or solid policies and procedures – what you're really relying on is the people that run it. So essentially, if you lose those key people, which you eventually will because of their talent, mm-hmm. essentially you're, you're, it's kind of like the bus is still running and the next capable person comes in and starts driving. If that person is a quick learner or has their own style or vision, they'll be able to keep that bus going. It'll change direction a bit, but it'll still be alive. But if you have... You know what I mean? Like you, you're just bringing in someone cold, and I'm not making any criticisms, but essentially, 
because the structure wasn't in place of what to do, of who the main contacts were, what the how things are supposed to be run, because no one really took the time to do it because it was all based on the skills of the people that were running the show. Essentially, that's what, what like I mean, we, we had this. I was I was trying to uh, stress this uh, fact to uh, Todd about like the filmmaking association. It's awesome what we're doing, but we need to give it a solid structure because, as I said, we're not always going to be around to run it, and essentially. You, it, it, once we leave, if there's no one there capable to kind of take that bus, what happens to it? It changes. I mean, uh, the filmmaking association for uh, U of A, which I used to be a member of, that's what happened. It used, they used to make movies. Now they just watch movies. Yeah. It's, I mean, yay. I totally know what you're yeah. saying. I totally know. It's not sad. I mean, it's at least different. if people watch movies, but it's just. This is the way you put different. that. We used to make movies, now we just watch movies. Yeah, but I mean. Sorry. I mean, yeah. but, but I mean, really the vision the vision changed, right? Because different people took it over, right? So, I mean, I think that's what happened with Events with Buffalo, is essentially it, it, there wasn't. There was no firm structure or basement built for for that building. So we just blame Simple Pond. Wait, well, no, hold on. Hold no, on. Hold on. There, there's actually there's a lot in the background for that particular event, which well, was cited lot. recently. Oh, as I don't one know. Of the major I don't know reasons. what. Yeah, I don't know what, what's going on. Hold on. Let's, so I just want to comment on what Tito just said because, like, you were right to an extent. <laughs> it's like I will never die. But no, no. <laughs> you got to think. Of, I'm talking. Like, I know you wanted to make your point on on the filming association, and that's. That's fine. Uh, no, it's just an analogy. I was trying to make a point about events with Buffalo. Fair enough. But the point, do you recall that events with Buffalo had a board? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that board of directors have been in place since the 80s. Yep. Right? So, to me, the contacts, the structure, the foundation, it was there for someone willing to look for it. Clearly, it wasn't. No, it had to have been, right? Because You're like, assuming. <laughs> No, it, it's, well, and couldn't you say that you're assuming as well? Technically, what that the, I don't the, know the downfall of events with Buffalo. I don't know. It just it it sounds to me that if you've got an entire organization run by one person, clearly there was that there, there should have been some rules in place that if I, staffing became that problem, I, I agree. Definitely, there was they weren't they didn't anticipate enough. Uh, but uh, I mean, sometimes that does happen because I think it's a very strange situation that happened um, because it wasn't just supposed to be one person coming in. I mean, you're supposed to have an executive director, mm-hmm. yes, uh, that reports to a board. That reports to a board. But what's every strange, member of that board's been here since the '80s? But what, what's a strange thing is like there was a disconnect of, of communication. I feel between the board and between uh, like like the the direction they weren't they weren't clear between each other on the direction of what events would Buffalo. The and this is completely just us looking at the situation. Yeah, this is speculation. Exactly I've never happened. been inside yeah. the organization. This is all just clearly speculation. Yeah. And I've tried to pay attention, and I've been involved in interplay for the last six straight years, uh, and other festivals and stuff and events that have been. You know, in one way or another. So I've tried to keep my eyes open in, in that respect, uh, and it just seems that um, my, my take on it is that there should have been more communication, uh, more more sort of coaching on what's to be expected of, of Fort McMurray. I've said it time and again uh, on the podcast and in all kinds of conversations that Fort McMurray is such a unique place. There's really the exception to every it's, rule. It, it feels like it. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's not the exception to every single rule, but this you've got to take into consideration. It is strange statistics here in in a very money uh, gender skew. Like there's just yeah. there's these statistics that are just wild uh, compared to the average. Yeah, and that's 
just is what makes this place uh, and, and its location, its isolation and everything. Uh, there's so many factors. So when you come from somewhere else, I feel like you have to take those into consideration. You can't quite rest on what you've been doing and what has worked for you in the past. I mean, it's okay to take those chances. I mean, you're never going to move forward. But maybe if you take too many chances or if you don't learn from the, the what you know the reaction to things and you keep making those uh, new and same mistakes again for the venue of Fort McMurray and the regional municipality. Like I just feel like that is a big part of what was going on and from an outside of observation standpoint it feels like the board to me should have come in a lot more to to facilitate once things were starting to really go off the rails yeah and and it's been clear to any casual observer that they have been heading downhill for a while it's like let's talk about the history like obviously i think one of the events of buffalo's pride and joys was the kiss concert in in 2011 yeah mm-hmm. that's a crowning that, achievement that that's was a, huge record breaking achievement absolutely 12,000 but i think that uh, that had everything to do with who was running the ship at the time yeah yeah so how do you follow up that though mm-hmm. See, like, that, I think, made such a president, presidence in town. And I think it was such difficulty to follow that up. And, spe- you know what I mean? Like, how do you follow up uh, a kiss the next year without well, getting criticized, right? And, and you're always going to, no matter what you do, if you achieve and then you don't achieve to the same standard or higher, people, people some people will find it to be a failure of some sort, yeah. right? Or, or uh, uh, you know, just not as good as a, a performance. Because like it didn't matter, I think, what band was announced at yeah. Canada Rocks 2012. People would have been like, "Well, this ain't Kiss," unless it was legitimately someone bigger, right? Well, true. no doubt, no. Should have gotten Brian Adams. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> he was old. There's also other just anomalous factors, like the fact of the sheer lack of venues available yeah. for for uh, the Canada the Rocks. Perfect storm, as here. some oil companies like to always fucking preach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was similar. Like, it was definitely one of those, uh, you know, great uh, vortexes of all these different things going on. Uh, that just it's just interesting because made like. It tough. Yeah, like how do you follow up Kiss? Is that really? I mean, I I understand they're a great headline band, but it's like maybe it's not so much as important as who you bring, but how how the event caters to the public, right? But no, I agree. You're, like you, you could have had money. Kiss, but if it was like, I mean, I'll give a good example. Our Lady Peace has been in Fort Murray a couple of times now, mm-hmm. and I mean they've they've performed in the Casman Center, which isn't like that was horrible. That was, the was that greatest that show? That was a venue. Horrible show. Yeah, exactly. The fire alarm was going off. The so whole so time. You, you're like Our Lady Peace uh, at the time that they were here when they when they were at Casman Center, like they were a big name in yeah. Canada, right? Yeah. So. But I mean, if you put them in a venue like that, I mean, well, like no. I think part of what helped yeah. Kiss is how well it was organized. No, right? yeah, you're right, and, and like that's the thing. It, it it didn't matter. So you're right. Like that band that got announced in 2012. You know, if it ain't as big as Kiss or bigger, you're already off to the wrong foot. Who even was it? I can't remember. That's why I keep saying it in my head to try to fucking think of who the hell it was. Well, that's an indication right there. None of us. Was can it Blue even... Rodeo? Was it? No. No. It was someone. Blue Rodeo. Because we got to remember too, Reba McIntyre was literally a month after Kiss. That didn't even come close. Um, well, and that was when they did the like purely country Summer's End yeah. festival, right? I like they I didn't have a uh, variation yeah, in music were, at all yeah. for that one. Yeah. 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 See, I think this goes back to what Steve was saying about how Fort Mac is like. It is a totally different entity from like anything um, else. Like it's, it's it has a lot of special things you have to worry about, right? But when you say um, you know how can you beat Kiss, like. For me, from someone from Toronto, right, we'll have a KISS concert, you know, next day we'll have, you know, whoever, Headley, we'll have this guy, this guy, but no one cares, right, because we're like... That's oversaturated. That's who it was, by the way, Headley. <laughs> Headley. It right. wasn't Headley, was it? No? no, I don't think so. 
They did come they afterwards. Piddly, they did piddly piddly came, but it wasn't yeah. for Canada Rocks. Oh, no, oh, over Canada Rocks? Oh, my goodness. It was Canon and Classified. It was Canon. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Hang on. No, it was Blue Rodeo and Corbiland. No. Yeah. yeah. I thought that they were there the same weekend oh, no, as. Yeah. Blue Rodeo and Corbiland were Canada Day, and then but Kiss. Canaan uh, was yeah. oh. What's the big event night? that's in uh, in Edmonton wow. around the same time? Yeah, Folk remember Fest. we went and we... That what it, yeah, that was really good. Those Canadian flags in my hair. And that's when we had Nolan on the show, and that's one thing Nolan said. That's the one thing Nolan said was, why not start intertwining with... Edmonton Folk Fest, Calgary Folk Fest, yeah, and and start doing shares. You know what it's, I mean? Like the problem is that it's gonna it's a long hard road because I mean just like the example of of Our Lady Peace. I mean you take a look at it from the standpoint of the band and from the band's management and and, and tour planners and stuff like that. And and the once you get into those industries, it's it's a small network of people that all know each other and all talk to each other and all get their information from you know uh, business generation to generation. And they see Fort McMurray as a place that doesn't have a lot of venues. Yeah. I remember talking to a guy who was trying to bring Dog the Bounty Hunter here, and I was like, all for it. I was like, we need to get him here. I need to see this Hawaiian <laughs> motherfucker with my own eyes. Amazing. I need to shake hands with Beth. Like, this is, this is going down. And I was trying, yeah, I'll take one, please. Uh, and I was trying to get Dog Me the Bounty too. Hunter here just in, in like, giving information. Like, that was, uh, you know, that was my only way of helping was to try and give information on venues. Can we talk about that for a second afterwards? <laughs> yes, of course we can. We can come back to the dog. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I know, it's a good story for you, actually, because I met the guy. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, okay, I'm so down to hear that. But just as an example, and I was telling the guy, the promoter, about the venues that were in town. Like, tr- I was getting information from the different, even the new, uh, you know, uh, one at Holy Trinity there. Um, uh, the Sepka, yeah, yeah, Sepka. Suncor, yeah. Or SECPA. SECPA, that's SECPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Center for Performing Arts. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just like, given the, the, the max capacity, giving the type of venues and or events, I mean, that are at these venues and stuff like that, and then just in giving all that information, he was just like, ah, uh, like, it's, no, no, it's not going to happen. And this is, just, I mean, I think he's fucking awesome, but this is just Dog the Bounty Hunter, yeah. and we don't have the, the proper facilities to host his, you know. And, I mean, I, it's a great, amazing thing that we had William Sh- I mean, Rick, Rick Mercer, great, awesome, but he's super Canadian. He'll go yeah. anywhere in, t- in, in this great country of ours. Well, right? he's been a former before, too. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, several, several times. Like, hey. Several times. William Shatner is this is like a Bill Cosby name where you're just like what are you doing here buddy? <laughs> this is, like, this is Cos- awesome yeah. you know, like, these are like these yeah. like pillars of like they've got legendary status yeah. what makes me happy that, about that, that is I was talking to Misty about it and I am so happy that she meant, she said that apparently he was a he was a gentleman like he was like a perfect gentleman really yeah and he's like really nice guy very like he didn't want to deal with too many people obviously was, uh, yeah. Misty was his Fort McMurray handler so oh like, yeah, wow. but but like, cause you hear stuff about celebrities, right? And like mm-hmm. William Shatner specifically has had a couple of stories yeah. where I mean, there's that whole story about him yelling at that one yeah. fan, basically like, "Get a life." Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's really cool to know that like he what like that's what I hate the most yeah. about like like why I never want to meet celebrities because I'm like, please never don't, live up. yeah, exactly, never live please up. don't be a dick, yeah, except for Stanley because apparently he's like. His dream is to be Stan Lee. So. Well, okay, well, speaking of this, how I met Dog and Beth uh, and Karatov at the, the same, Chapmans and wow. Karatov at the same time is uh, myself, and, myself and my ex right uh, were in uh, Las Vegas, and it was, a, it was a weird night. I think it was a Sunday night or a Monday night. It was an off night, and we actually were trying to go to like a bar or a club or something like that, right? And it's like we started asking people, where do we go? And they're like, well, tonight, and they're like, what night is it? Uh, uh, Sunday night. Okay, everyone goes to the Hard Rock. Yeah. Away we go to the Hard Rock, 
And then I forget what fucking and anyone goes to Vegas and goes to their clubs like it's their small ass fucking clubs because they try to stuff as many gimmicky bars in one spot as they humanly possible can. Of course, can. amazing. So like it's there's like a bunch of seats around and there's a bunch of things. Anyway, so there's, there's like a roped off area that I'm just like, oh, this is your VP area. You want to look in that direction? It's going to cost you two grand, right? Right. She's like, holy fuck. So uh, we're just sitting around there, just kind of mo- like just cruising around the bar for a couple of a couple of hours. I say a couple of hours, probably like five minutes. So anyway, we started seeing like some commotion in the fucking uh, in the fucking uh, roped off area. And who was it? It was a bunch of people. But right in between it, all I seen was fucking Carrot Top, who's huge. Yeah, he's built. Yeah. As well as Beth, who's huge in like the opposite direction. <laughs> and fucking Dog. And they're like... and Who's fucking, right in between. Not, they weren't yelling at each other, but they're, like, they're getting in a kerfuffle, I guess, with like the people there. And then Beth got mad at Dog for something, because all you heard her screaming. I can't remember what she said, but you can hear her screaming like over the whole fucking club. Holy shit. So, of course, I'm like trying to get as close to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> as close to the rope off area as Just possible. Inching over. So uh, I'm there. Yeah, I'm kind of inching my way over, and then the, like the, the like the bouncers are like their security, like they're trying to get him through, but they're still fighting with each other. So Beth's like, fuck you, you fucking asshole, I'm fucking leaving. And then walks out, and the dog's just like, hey, here. I can't remember what he was doing, but he's doing the old male, like, yeah. I kind of want to stay and drink still. I'm not going type of thing, right? So he's, like, kind of pacing in front of me. So finally I was like, hey, hey, dog, man, big fan. He's like, yeah, hey, how's going? And then walked off. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, if I were him, I'd be like, oh. really? <laughs> right now? No, no, you probably made him feel oh, better. Yeah. He's just like, I was fucking sitting. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I am awesome. <laughs> this guy is this kind of bitch, you don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he starts just starts crying on your shoulder. <laughs> so, um, what, what I wanted to say about what Steve was saying is just like so often, so often, Todd and I have been approached, and I, I, we're probably burning bridges at this point, but that's all right. Um, no, we've been approached by, by people saying, "Hey, man, we should do this. We should have this happen in the community." And then, like, Todd and I are very gonna We're like, yeah, man, that sounds like a great idea. Just, Talk you know, it. put something together and we'll, we'll help you out. Yeah, not even go do it. Like, show us. And then, like, months later. And we'll help. Can I do yeah. a quick sidebar for this? Yeah. What many people don't realize is that, like, the, the, the five, like, me, Tito, Steve, Ash, and Misty, we talk to each other a lot. <laughs> Usually day, we tell every everybody day. everything. So, you know, when you come to one of us, we give you an answer, and then you don't like that answer, then go to another person. We will. We all gave you that first answer that was yeah. run by the crew. Like I just get a kick out of that. Where it's like, oh fuck, Todd said no. So hey, Tito, Tito, can you? Uh, can you <laughs> yeah, we, we we act as a unit. Yeah, it's yeah. funny because so. like because like they'll they think that I'm the soft one a lot of the time. Oh, so they'll be like, such a sweetheart. They'll be like, hey, like. Uh, she literally makes fun of all of you guys. I We make fun of everybody and ourselves, so yeah. don't we take do, it personally. But whenever someone's like, so they come to me first, and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, do you don't like, or they go to Todd, and Todd says no, and then they're like, oh, Ash, yeah, we kind of like, we talked to Todd about it, but he wasn't sure, so we thought, like, <laughs> we just thought we'd, we'd ask you because you're so nice. And I'm like, what well, the fuck is yeah. wrong well, with you? And an, an, oh, yeah. another thing you is sometimes we'll say, be asked about. You. <laughs> sometimes so, we'll be so I was just gonna yeah. say you're still go trying to get your point ahead. out there uh, but no I was just gonna say sometimes we'll be asked about like just a specific project that some people have in mind and like I've it, 
I just want to put it out there that it's not a blow off. Like sincerely, it's not a blow off when one of us says something yeah. to the effect of, "Well, we're really busy. There's a lot on the plate, but there's an entire membership of people that you might be able to make a cool connection with and, and exactly. make a project come to life." I have the same issue in the FMGA as well. I yeah. mean, we get messages saying like, "Hey, why don't you guys do uh, a gaming, uh, you know, convention Great. here?" Go and do it's it. like, "Okay, <laughs> cool." I'm like, "I would love to do that." I'm like, "Can you just get me this one thing?" And then they'll be like. Oh yeah, sure. And then that never happens. I'm like, okay, so, well, I guess and I'll, then like, I'll just. Why didn't you do and then that? yeah, and then they'll be like, oh well, why haven't you done this thing? It's like, well, you know, we asked for one small thing and you never got. For so it. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll paint a picture here for for what I'm trying the point I'm trying to make is yeah I know and, and you know everyone's busy and it's completely understandable. Like I mean, everyone that comes to us with pitches, they might be busy people too, right? They might be like, well, I got this great idea. These guys are the guys that can get it done, right? But if you really care about your idea so much, you should really draw. I mean, the reason we like the reason we've done stuff like the film festival and all that stuff is because we're like, we 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 would be like, hey, this is a really good idea. Maybe we should pitch it to someone, and then like we're like, you know what? Let's just try to do it ourselves, right? And and like it, it, that's the mentality, right? Now that being said, um. Uh, I, I, like I, I've been asked this question before too, and it's like, oh well, how do you become a member of you know like with the YMM podcast and all that stuff? And it's like we're not it, it, we're not like an exclusive club, really. But <laughs> just yeah. kind of knock on the door. Yeah. Well, no, and, and the you point I'm trying to make I've just been sleeping under the stairs for is days. The the reason That's who it was. <laughs> I'll, I'll let people in on a little secret. The reason Todd and I are friends is because. Todd is a person who can get things done. The reason uh, Ash and he's using you. Ash, no, no, no. Ash is it, Ash is part of the group is because Ash has gotten things done. Steve has gotten things done. Stacy has gotten things done. Matt has gotten things done. Really? I think I just live downstairs. No, but you know, man. Under the stairs. Yeah, like it, <laughs> this really turned into like a fucking hashtag. So what about a mental no, no, but, but all I'm getting at is is like uh, I'll just give you an example. It is it, all relevant to events in yeah, no, right. yeah, yeah, what, yeah, and that's the the, the whole just thing. Sounds like please don't bother us. <laughs> no, no, no. Podcast. I'll give no. I'll give you what I'm trying to tell you is I will. It, it's going back to events with Buffalo, and, the, and the point I'm trying to make. Um, the point I'm trying to make it, before I keep getting interrupted Sorry. is the reason we got the film festival made is because we pitched it to Claude, and Claude said. Yeah, do it. Like, he was the guy that said, yeah, I believe 100% in, in what you guys are doing. I will give you guys the resources you need, but you guys have to run it. And really, it was like, yeah, we can totally do this. And what I'm getting at is um, I have a lot of respect for Claude Giro. I honestly, first time I met him, I'm like, who is this guy? He's kind of like, he's high energy. And, and I was just kind of like, I really couldn't size him up. But the, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he was a, he was really like the guy that, like that should have been sitting in that seat because he was getting what needed to get done in his role in the organization. Right. And he was a really good delegator too. Right. Yeah. He really knew how to get the key people playing. Well, exactly. Empowering is a, yeah, that's and it's a really powerful term too, yep. right? No, so. it is. If you feel you are valued, you will do. Yeah. You will go above and beyond. If you feel you're worthless, and then literally you'd be like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't feel like doing anything. I'll give a fuck. Yeah. If Canada rocks, works or not. Well, and that's not a far off flavor from like what we're trying to put out into the community as well. We're trying to encourage 
and while we, we're, we've, we're taking steps towards really bringing resources towards, you know, filmmakers or aspiring, uh, you know, creative people in the community uh, so that they can have access to, you know, better, better equipment, blah, 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 blah. So far, it's still like we're trying to put money out there. We're trying to put incentives. We're trying to put exposure yeah. on the table. We're trying to just, uh, you know, the more you do, <laughs> the better things are instead of just... Uh, where did I read it again? I read somewhere that like most ideas just, you know, in, especially it seems in Fort McMurray, don't go as far as the, the boardroom, right? Well, the, like a lot of chatter happens about them. A lot of talk, a, a lot of planning. Too. It's a yeah. blog with Teresa, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one thing that I wanted to McMurray make. Musings flavor. Yeah, definitely one thing I wanted to make very clear in this podcast or one thing that I want to say personally. Now, the group, like, uh, fuck, what's four-fifths? What percentage is that? <laughs> Four percent, eighty percent of the group is 80, here. Twenty rule. Eighty <laughs> percent of the of the of the filmmakers group is here. We got uh, a, a local, a very uh, award winning local photographer, actually, as well as uh, Matt. The <laughs> who's awesome. Guy. Guy. I'm like, what award then, is it, Matt? And then, and then, yeah. No, I'm kidding. We got literally the. <laughs> I uh, I actually just won an achievement in Titanfall, so <laughs> um, nothing to be scoffed at. No, it's not. It was, uh, no, like we seriously oh got the, we got killing another one. We got most of the fucking uh, founding members of the filmmaker association. We got one of the founding members of the gaming association. We got like I said, award winning photographer at the table. God, I fucking had a point and I forgot it. People that do now. shit. No, yeah. it was something else. Well, if you you, you want to give me a few minutes really here to remember, because I wanted to actually say something to you guys about because like now that <laughs> I we're think you're this, all pretentious. No, no, now, <laughs> that we're, no now that we're on this, uh, and now, you're drunk, Todd. <laughs> oh, that was so close. Todd's drunk, so um, <laughs> I'm so pissed I forgot that point because I was on a fucking roll too. Like you have no idea. Um, it happens a lot. What, ha- what happened when I got here? I've only been in uh, Fort McMurray now, uh, like two years now. It, yeah, it'll be it two years longer. next month. Yeah, I know, right? So I, um, when I came here, uh, I had a big gaming background, and I remember meeting these guys and saying, like, you know, I like what you guys are doing with the filmmakers thing. I went to their first, um, you know, event, and that was when I first really got to talk to you guys. And I said, our cupcake you know, social, yeah, our cupcakes, the cupcake that was such social. a good idea, genius team. We're and, due for uh, a second annual one. I uh, I brought it up to these guys saying like, hey, you know, I have a big gaming background. I'm like, you think it'd be cool if we made a gaming association in in town? And like, I went to Tito, I went to Todsky, I went to Ash and Steve, and they were all like, yeah, this is that sounds like a great idea. Are you gonna do it? Yeah. <laughs> Just like you're saying now, and I was like. Yeah, I guess I no, can I do, it. do it. Yeah, I was like, I no, guess I could did. do it. And then, but, like, you, but you did ask the right questions. You're like, yeah. so what's my first step? And Todd was like, yeah. well, you want to be an association, right? Yeah, so. exactly. I wouldn't right? the, the, yeah. the fucking email. <laughs> until I actually did it. Until I actually did it. But no, that was good because like it encouraged me to do it. And then I did it. And now there's a gaming association here in town. But yeah, Providing you guys were like, and that's pretty fucking you guys cool. were there's the first ones. Yeah, the, you guys were the first ones to really know about it because, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound cheesy or anything. But like, without you guys like pushing me in that way, I don't know that I would have even started it. To well, be and if it had started, would you have c- c- continued it? Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, now we're up to about um, I think like 900 members combined now. Holy shit! Yeah, with our page and our um, and our uh, how many? Actually, show up for the meetings. We have like 
a di- uh, like I- I'm not complaining about our attendance. I actually yeah. it's great because everyone fits in the room. Yeah, but like ours, uh, ours do too. Yeah. But like the uh, the first one we had with the DS meet and greet, we had a full house. Yeah. Like we were kind of you know pick, yeah. yeah you know like they they tell you you're only allowed a certain amount in there. Like yeah. we were over I that know. a little. I bit. fear that we will run out of space. But, one day and I'm like, oh, um, go. but yeah, we had to go and grab chairs from other rooms and then put them back and. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it awesome. it's uh, it's done really really well so far, and uh, you know we have a few more planned. Uh, one for this month uh, that we're going to be uh, sharing with everyone uh, soon, and uh, Toski's remembered. So sorry, we go. no, no. Uh, you were talking about getting stuff done in, in the blog, right? And I was going around the table, and and I th- oh, about like the boardroom. Yeah, like ideas. the ideas kind of stop, right? And I said one thing that I want to. I don't know why I started listening off people's names. That doesn't really fit what I was trying to <laughs> that say. That was just you trying to get me. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm way ahead of myself. But no, what I was going to say is I want to give very big credit. Because personally, I think if we, when we went to events with Buffalo and pitched them the Film Fest idea, if Claude said no for whatever reason, I'm confident that it would have died. Might have, yeah. And it would have just been like, like, or definitely delayed. You know what I mean? It would have been like, oh, well, we can't get it done. We'll have to do something down the road, right? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it also makes you up your game. I mean, we were really prepared with that proposal that first year, too. Not we, you, man. Yeah. You, that was all you. Well, I mean, no, no. I mean, it, I like... copied and pasted every you're, you're, the, you're the pitch man. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, and it's not like this is, like, our... This is not, like, knowledge that we've pulled from the ether and, like... Uh, to, uh, throwing down it to the to the masses. I um, sold my soul for that. <laughs> no, what, what I was what I was what I was gonna say is like if Kings you gone <laughs> like the, the reason I have that mentality is that um, every filmmaker I admire at some point has been quoted and basically saying like just fucking make movies like just do it like despite what other people are gonna tell you. And it, it, one of my favorites is actually Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi basically said he's like. There's always going to be someone that's going to hate your work. It doesn't matter how good your work is, but if you're enjoying doing it, make it, and that makes you a filmmaker. Like you don't, you don't have to like strive to be, you know what I mean? Like to to please the masses. Like just do something. If you really want to get this done, you'll get it done. And if you don't, then obviously you don't have that drive, right? Led Zeppelin didn't write songs that everybody would like. They left that to the Bee Gees. <laughs> Well, going back to events of Buffalo, are we done? Sorry if I can't. Yeah, go. no, I'm done. I the, was just uh, going back to events of Buffalo. I think the writing was on the wall for the last little while, was it not? Like, I think so. I think the end was very fucking nigh for a while. Like, what do we have? We had winter play last year, and, and well, the, and the first sign, the first sheer, absolute, unignorable sign that things were headed really like you know tits up was. The the fact that they had to uh, relinquish control of two events yeah. and the city had to pick them oh, right that's up. Where it's, and the yeah. city now is like ongoing. We're going to try and yeah. do the events. But you didn't catch still, on by that. I think you were fucking exactly. living under a rock. And it was, it was the Santa yeah. Claus parade and uh, winter play. Yeah. They, the, they can't, no, they didn't do Canada Day, did they? They did last year. That was the simple plan. That was last year. That was like the end of the fall because people were like, Oh, simple plan! Like no one they well, were and it was that, and yeah. there was not enough time to. Well, the, yeah, there was lack water. of venues. I remember thinking that, and too. because of the lack of venues, it took longer to book a band. And it, when you take longer, when you get closer to the actual date, you get less options for bands, mm-hmm. so, and then you have to go with what yeah. you've got, mm-hmm. and you have to try and make it work. And then you've got even less time to promote it. So it's yeah. a yeah. so, so this is a like lose 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 situation. The, well, the point, and and going harking back to what we're, we've been talking about here for the last half hour is, so there's been a lot of people complaining about oh, events where Buffalo is done, there's nothing going to be happening now, and no, oh, there's not enough stuff for memory. It's like I am right now telling you, everyone that has been complaining about this, each one of you have the capability of pulling off an event. And and honestly, 
if it, no, no, I'm not like I'm not saying it's going to be like the greatest event. Oh, yeah. And 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 maybe some people have experience, and maybe it will be a great event. But yeah. you're not going to know unless you pull it off. You can't just wait for other people to get stuff like to entertain you straight up, right? Like, now, I think is the do best it for your, time. Yeah, especially if you care that much about it. Do that, it. That was exactly. the best time if you have an idea of something that you want to. Fucking well, pitch the idea to somebody. And I mean, just, I really, I really, truly believe taking the Fort McMurray Filmmakers Association and the FMGA into account. Like, it's clear to me that if you if you want something, there are other people in the town that want it just as much and are oh, yeah. as thirsty. And you just haven't met them yet, and you haven't talked to them exactly. about it. Like, there's definitely the strength in numbers, whether you know it or not. Right? Like, yeah. start putting the when I was the like the, the info out there. Start <laughs> what is what it? Lead, out there. Lead yeah. follower, get out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> lead follower, exactly. get the fuck out of the way. When, when yeah. I was uh, establishing the FMGA too, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, you know, I really do want to do this, but. I can't do it by myself. I'm like, I need some people to help me, plus I need some people to sign the sheet. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> you need to find five friends. I need to have at least five people. So I have assembled a team of extraordinary gentlemen and Matt Shay. Just, <laughs> Matt just waiting in the dark. Yeah. So you think you're the only gamer in town. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting together but a But you team. know what? Like, I, I I'm putting together a co-op. For like all different a land parties and shit, right? So like... All, everyone works together really, really well because we all have like our certain things that we're good at, and uh, it really, it's really shining through now too. Because like now we're really trying to get, uh, we're trying to do, uh, you know, at least an event per month, and uh, so we're really in high gear right now trying to get some good events out to you guys especially every little bit now, helps yeah. and I really think that like we all complement each other and exactly. when more, more and more comes on board and I hope we have like uh, even more networking going on mm-hmm. and like and more communication between like organizations kind of like this yeah like I really think that like every little tiny bit does help I mean you might not be into filmmaking or even really caring about films or you know which director made this and whose actor started in this and blah exactly. blah blah like we love that nerdy geeky shit and all those connections in Hollywood and to geek comics and stuff that's great for us. If it's not for you, then f- then there's something that is. There's something for you. No, that's I know. how it's Interplay just... started, though. I mean, the Interplay Society were a bunch of people that wanted to bring more arts to the community. Mm-hmm. And so they formed a society to make artists come up here in the community. Now, of course, they've hit a wall now, but it doesn't mean that it's dead. It just means it's 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 going through it a transition help. and a change. And it might become something really better. Good. Well, that, that's just yeah. it. I mean, there's that quote that's uh, may may or not have been said by Monroe, right? Where it's like sometimes good things fall apart, so better things can fall together. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's how I feel about events with Buffalo, and I also like want to give that warning that this does, yeah, mean that events are going to be affected for the, for at least one season, like yeah, one full sure. year. There's definitely going to be a ripple effect. I think it's going to be a ripple effect for longer than that. So, unfortunately, now it's a matter of, yeah, you might not feel like there's enough to do in town. There might even be a little bit less or not quite as yeah. big uh, of, a, of a, you know, spectacle of what's going on. Well, but if we all push for more, if we all, yeah. you know, support the things that are happening, that's going to show that uh, other things are viable. And that's going to bring, uh, you know, the more you support the events in town, the more it's going to get better events. And that's what I wanted to comment on. Just break quick. Well, if anyone's got something else, I know you're trying. Oh, to I was just going to say, like, we're very lucky that we have Mac Island. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. the problem with Mac Island at the moment is they're waiting on their biggest venue. Currently, that's going to be designed to bring in the kids' concerts. Designed of the, to bring it exactly, yeah. and I mean the the space that they used to utilize for the huge concerts like Canada Rocks and stuff yeah. is is where the. Uh, 
the big stadium is being put right now. So this summer, again, we're stuck with nowhere to do a Canada rock-style concert. And Mac Island can't really put it on because they no. don't have anywhere to do it. Not yet. So, like... This year's going to suffer. Yeah. This so, year's going to be weird. But we're lucky that Mac Island are bringing in the, like, the Our Lady pieces. The, the Sheepdogs last right. night. Like, they had the Sheepdogs there. Yeah, apparently With local performers opening. Like, it's, perfect that's situation. That's what it's all about, right? You like, just mentioned both points that I want to touch on. Uh, <laughs> there we go. By with, like, the, with the blogs. The, like, the Russell blogs. The Teresa blogs that's mm-hmm. been going around by, like, the demise of events with Buffalo. And to be honest, it's sad. I think it's safe to say that no one wanted events with Buffalo to go down. No. I think everyone wanted the success of events with Buffalo, right? I, I think that's very well, safe to say. Anybody, like, there's been a long line of people who, um, it, whether it's the EWB banner or just, like, the Interplay, you know, committee, Maybe. festival yeah. uh, team in the past, like, I think there's a long line of people who are, like, they feel like the ship went down, you know? Like, the, yeah. they, like there's definitely a feeling of loss, you know, even but if they're was, far removed. There was two common themes within, like, I'm quoting, like, the chatter that I've been reading, and, and namely Teresa's and Russell's blog, that I'm kind of on the fence on that I want to talk about and see what you guys have to think. Uh, one was supporting local film or f- local festivals, and the other was grassroots, which I, I, I don't know if I like that term or not. Uh, first, in regards to supporting, I know a lot of people are saying that like par- partial of, of the uh, events of Buffalo's demise is because the town is not supporting the festival. And I'm on the fence of that because I think it's the job it's the job of the person creating the festival. To attract those people, mm-hmm. it's your job no, to naturally. make yourself known, to get a, something enough star power or enough content to get the people off their asses to go. Like I don't think it's a community's job to support this stuff because if you're not interested, you're not interested. I love Fort Mac, but I'm not going to go to something that bores the shit out of me. Yeah, Sorry, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. Like, right? yeah. I'm not going to go to the Simple Plan concert. No, yeah. I, I mean I like Simple Plan when I was 14. I'm not <laughs> yeah, 14 exactly. anymore. I love the arts, like, but I'm not going to go to something that I don't like. I'm just, yeah. just to say I was there and supported. I exactly. will not do not. that. Well, the yeah. thing with Interplay that you know, I loved, like Interplay took place the summer that I moved here. Like my first time walking down Franklin was going to Interplay, and I thought mm-hmm. it was awesome because yeah, it was something too. for everybody. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to go to this concert, but yeah, I want to go to the Hypnosis or I want to go to the Comedy Show or Interplay was always different. That was the attraction of Interplay. Yeah. But I know, like one of the things of pointing was like, oh, we should be going down to support. The, uh, the example I'm given is Canada Rocks with Simple mm-hmm. Plan. Yeah. No. No. I don't like Simple Plan. I don't want to go down there. Yeah. The only thing I might want to, want to go down for is maybe to hang out with some people at the fucking beer tent, yeah. and maybe that's what they're getting at. And I'll, I'm, you might buy me in on that level. But to me, it's up to the well, it's up to the promoters. You don't would, stretch yourself so thin. That would be that, my point to make, though, is that like. D- the, the point that I was trying to make uh, when I was just talking to people online about uh, the like the day that they made that announcement about events with Buffalo was like there's there's and, and when I in the column that I just wrote about like there not being any public posting boards and like to get the oh, yeah, out yeah. on a kind of yeah. a, on a kind of a grassroots yeah. like you know foot traffic level yeah. is that uh, it's just it's, it can be really hard to promote an event uh, but if if and I'm not saying it's like your duty like you know as a citizen go down there and you support that festival you grab your ticket you get in line and you wear your gray all your gray clothes and you conform right like I don't care about all that but but. Don't be so. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of entitlement in this town. There's a sense of yeah. entitlement, and I'm like, and I'm like, look for the value not in the name of the band that's going there, but like, look for the value in getting out in a hot summer day and drinking beer with your friends while there's just live music being played. Who cares what it is? No, and, that's, and like, and, and maybe enough. the ticket price is too much, or it's just not a you know a value to you. Yeah. And like, but so still. Edmonton has. Uh, 
has had a really good success with their Fringe Festival. Absolutely. And uh, what makes it such a success is all the plays are by local artists. All mm-hmm. the plays that happen, to, all the performances are by local artists. The They are funded by those artists. So they, they actually, like all the props for the show and stuff, are all funded by the artists. They, they, they have fundraisers throughout the year leading to this Fringe Festival, and they keep 100% of the proceeds for the ticket sales, I believe. Now, the, all, the, all the Fringe Society is responsible for is giving them the space. So they'll say, okay, yeah, we're having Fringe, and here's the space, and whatever the local artist brings – that is what we're going to have for Fringe. And local vendors come out. They have stuff like the Art Walk, which is a really great venue for artists and all that stuff. And I just feel that like Interplay, it, uh, for the for, for a while now, has been a bit somewhat commercial in the sense that like they're paying to bring acts up here. Or they're, you know, there's the, what is it, the, the ventriloquist, right? Or not the ventriloquist, the hypnotist. Like, give me a break. Like, That's you, you, you see one, you, you've seen one hypnotist. You've seen like that's it, and it's like every year. Let's go see the hypnotist. He's gonna make someone orgasm on it. Yeah, but have you been to the hypnotist show? I've been to a hypnotist show. Like no, but the, <laughs> the ones in, in during <laughs> interplay you. in Fort Mac because the seats fucking sell. I think no, you've I know. A narrow view. I know. The entertainment value yeah, of the hypnotist show. I think me and you did the podcast on it. Where I fucking hate hypnotists. <laughs> no, no, I, and and I get it. Like it sells tickets and stuff, but like if. Like no, the thing I is, see what you're pointing but it's like, like you have people going in mass to go see. <laughs> let's go see people make asses of themselves. It's the same <laughs> as going to a movie theater and paying thirteen dollars now to go see fucking the new like uh, a jackass movie or whatever. Like really, Interplay or the Fringe Festival is really about showcasing local art. And if you're absolutely right, if that's something that bores you. And fine. I think don't it's come. still a type of art. I think it's kind of what the the. the, the I'm, I'm not. I'm not underselling the hypnotist. I'm yeah, just saying you're like you just put it right down there. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm not underselling the hypnotist. That's great that he he came here and did a show and stuff. But every fucking year, really, it's like the staple. Hold on, no. Like he can only have so I, many I bits. I feel like it's a personal grudge. <laughs> well, the thing about a hypnotist show is, is there an incident when you're a child? They have he's had a bad experience. They don't have. It's not Christmas or every year. It's like. Last year they had Chris. The year before they had that other dude. I'm just saying. I mean, it, it, hold it, on. Okay, that goes back to my second point of grassroots. Now you're telling me Fringe Fest is 100 percent local artists. They don't bring anyone in. Yes. Hmm. Kind of shoots a hole in my theory. The no, I, I was just because no, because the <laughs> damn it, he yeah. said yes. <laughs> Well, no, the Edmonton International Fringe Festival is world-renowned, and the point I was going to make is, as much as I wholeheartedly believe in the grassroots movement and you need to have that local content, I don't believe that it should be 100% local because I think to become a world-renowned event, you need to open it up. I'm not saying that you can't bring outside... But the thing is, like, as long as not a hypnotist. No, it's no, no, no. All I'm saying is that stop giving us like the McDonald's of of events. Like, no, I'm I'm not joking. It's like there's the burlesque show, right? Like that's become kind of a staple the last couple of years before this year, right? I'm like, yeah, that's great. Have a burlesque show the first time, and like you're gonna have another one. And and, and, interesting enough, Edmonton Fringe has burlesque shows. But interestingly enough, like their show, burlesque community, yeah, and, and it's like they're competing to get that spot. So like <laughs> one show, well, no, like yeah. it, and it's like, and if they don't get the fringe spot, they'll perform somewhere else, right? But they'll still be in Edmonton, right? I don't know. It just feels that a lot of the artists I've spoken with 
they come up for interplay because they're being paid to come up for interplay. They're going to fringe for the prestige okay. of being part of the fringe festival. All right. No, no. And I think me and you were kind of on, on par with that. Is my I guess my line of thinking is how do you create? A like let, let's talk, let, let's let's mm-hmm. let's let's make it a, l- a little bit analogous. Now fully illustrated about like why it was so tough to keep like a, a ship like Eventswood Buffalo on board. Like yeah. They're trying to figure out what to bring for McMurray. And what's maybe, maybe work. that. Yeah, that's well, a good point. And like, we're just this conversation right now is really like illuminating it for me. It's just like, what do we do? So many different, like, conflicting. Do we do we appeal to the and, masses I mean, or do we try to make it? I, yeah, like, what I do like you do? The grassroots idea. If you want to sell tickets, because people are, locals are going to come out to see locals. Mm. It, it's a huge, huge thing. I mean, really? If, if a kid, yeah, if fucking Kingston's in a play, you're going to go see it. Your parents are going to see it. You're Fucking see Ben's yeah. gonna go see it. I'm gonna go the see it. The problem with that is, people, though, right? like you need to have. I don't disagree. Not everyone and all of their family. Anymore. Yeah, but you need to have the immediate. So I know, but in Edmonton, you have branches of family. Exactly. So you've got yeah. like the artist, and then their parents are here, their siblings are here, their siblings' kids are here, their siblings' spouses, their family will probably go see it if the artist. You know, mm-hmm. like it's. It, like a good example is what huge uh, connectivity, but Fort Mac it sometimes stops at like shift you. work nuclear family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's well, and a lot of people don't know each other. Those yeah. networks so haven't really branched. It's out. interesting it's because a lot of it's film festivals, of what they yeah. do to legitimize themselves is they will they will essentially buy big films that are doing the festival circuits. Mm-hmm. So in other words, like um, I'll give you a good example. Um, I forget what, the Raid Two right now is a big one for the film festival circuit a lot of the festivals we're submitting to i'm noticing like oh we've just announced the raid too and it's like this is a movie that is being shopped around so the idea is that it's this big it's got a like little VHS it's got it's got yeah, yeah it's got buzz up behind it so festivals are giving themselves a little bit of legitimacy saying oh we have a midnight screening of vhs2 or whatever right and it's still technically independent right but the i mean even you look at sundance uh, they're like uh what is a good example um fucking spider-man 3 was did a premiere at sundance it's like does that really count as indie film like you know what i mean but it's it's like oh it's a big premiere like star power well obviously right Yeah, what has Tiff turned into? That's one thing I want to bring up, Sean. It it makes it it makes it that much harder for the independent artists, right? And it also it it makes it expensive to operate these things, Mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of times when people like, um, uh, say for example, Edmonton, the Edmonton International Film Festival. If you want like the week pass for like the because it's a week long, and I think it was like two hundred fifty dollars. Jesus, yeah, and it like Comic Cons are shit ton. Well, hold on, now maybe not. Like Comic Con, like not Comic Con, but like like Calgary Expo, Edmonton Expo, those are like But I guess that's t-shirt. But what you pay for what you pay for that's well, I guess the, you're not meeting people at the oldest co- the oldest conversation when it comes to the arts though is like uh, when it when does when uh, at one point do you have to commercialize it right in mm-hmm. order to make it sustainable? So the um, yeah, uh, I guess like. I kind of was on the fence. You get you on, on the whole grassroots thing. I'm not saying grassroots doesn't work. My goal was to, like, to me to have something really world renowned. You bring in a little bit of star power and surround it with local talent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Do you guys remember the email that I got? I know I it's it's. So I blame him. It's like you said, me. Fort Mac is the exception <laughs> every rule. And like you just it. said, you talk around Probably the table. And it's actually. like, what does Fort Mac? What does Fort Mac need? And it's just you got there's no six one different answers. Resounding you know answer. what I mean? Yeah. So we're different than the I'm just cities. announcing that we're just focusing on film and fuck everything else. 
Well, and and like that's just it. And then if you that's not your thing, you've got another thing. Like you focus on that. And yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a disservice. It's, yeah. it's a disservice to those that that are playwrights or those that are musicians for us to be delving into things that we we're, have no we're, we're not experts at. And that's right? I think no, one true. thing. Although I do play guitar. <laughs> one thing that I'll say about Events of Buffalo too is, and this is just me hypothesizing, is did they spread themselves too thin? <laughs> Can play a good house again? You know what I mean? Like, they, like fuck. <laughs> Our first interplay alone, like fucking July first was Canada Rocks, uh, August first was fucking interplay, and then the end of August, September first was fucking Summer's, Summer's end. end. Those are three large festivals for a crew of what? I 10? propose a new festival. We call it the Chasing of the Todd. We get Todd down to like a speedo down at, at one end of, of Franklin. Let's start <laughs> at <laughs> Showgirls. We lube you up. Yes. And we, and we give you a bike. We give you a bike so you can get some, at least some speed. And then <laughs> you get a one minute head start and then you have to get it all, get all the way to Mac Island. Before, before someone catches you <laughs> on a bike with a minute head start, Why minute head start. I can do that now. Being Why this fat, I will. I'm told. I Why would not? totally. Why is this not happening? The running Why of the time. I will pay someone five. The running grand. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this not? Can I get the five grand? If you if you beat everyone, if you beat everyone, you get a five grand. Film it on the back of my truck. Just you in the back of the truck. <laughs> yes. yeah. we'll put a GoPro like facing your like. Face. And no cheating. Everyone everyone has to be a minute. Be it like has to start at the same position. No one can cut in the middle. I think I can do it. No traffic though. We got to close traffic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'd have to talk. Uh, close well, it's traffic. Well, not gonna be like small girls. But you're but you're all, remember you're lubed up, so they actually have to grab you. There's there's no like I tagged him and I got it. What? I don't care. There's five grand. I'm willing to fuck it. Worst thing could happen is I'm doing it for art. You know how long a minute is? Like I think you're overestimating yourself. You could put a roller yeah, one minute, one minute cycling. If it, it what, what's the average cycling? Like five, well, seven no, kilometers in, oh, a, in yeah. an hour. He should only be able to cycle for the head start minute, and then he has to run. Oh, oh fuck that! No, no, no. <laughs> he gets to stay on his bike. It has to be a challenge. It has to be a challenge. Can't make it easy for people. I think I think we just jumped the shark. Do you remember that fucking meme? Kristen Totsky is the title of this episode. Remember that fucking t- that meme with that that fucking handicapped kid where he's like running like this and then there's that mob oh, fucking behind him. Oh yeah, it was whatever they wanted behind him. Yeah, oh, yeah. pictures me like that and the fucking mob. <laughs> you guys would have to have pitchforks. Whoever's yeah. chasing me have those pitchforks yeah. and fucking torches. torches. Yeah. All right, we'll make that happen. <laughs> Well, I think, we're doers. I think there's no better way to fucking end a show <laughs> than with greased up time. We were fucking all over the map there. Then this is going to yeah. take so long to edit. Um, Technically, you'd be you'd have point one kilometer head start if you're going at seven kilometers an hour bicycling, and that's probably like a ten k. A hundred meter head start? Is that what you're saying? No, no, a one minute head start. But if it's if it's uh, seven kilometers an hour, you'd have a point one kilometer. It's hundred meters. Huh? A hundred meters. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how much you would statistically uh, get far so before that before people. Hundred meters on a bike in a minute? Come on! Yeah. Someone no would have way. to yeah. Someone if you're going seven kilometers, meters. yeah, but then I can probably do twenty on a bike. Six feet or seven feet back. Got technically that doesn't really help you because you'd have to go up with the resistance, right? So you'd get tired out even sooner. Just saying. 
Anyway. Well, I mean, well, you're Give not like going to be really going a solid day. seven Smells kilometers so an hour like, right off the bat because you got to get the startup, right? So are we taking down the traffic lights? Is Todd going to stop at a red yeah. light and be like, shit? Turn red, turn red, check red, green, 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 green. Yeah, like, turn red now. Like, I I imagine going to Melissa Blake with this you fucking have, proposal. You have to do it like when it's, when it's overcast. I could just, just sizzle like it. Just be like just straight up, straight face just blinking for like at least a minute. Are you fucking serious? Or the arts? What was it? Let me hear. I said, I said if it's if it's uh, like hot well, out there and it's just like sizzling, it just smells like bacon, like the whole the whole way down the street. People aren't even in the race that chasing you. Yeah. <laughs> out of the building, like an like, Arby's commercial or something. It like, delicious, man. Are, are we done? Yeah, are, are yeah, we finished now? Oh my god! It's an analogy yeah. for the arts and for yeah. about the fucking uh, greased up fucking fat guy. Or yeah, are we yeah, all done now? I think we're good now. <laughs> One more. Hey, we're good. I have tears though. Uh, Final thoughts, Steve. <laughs> Jesus. Follow that. Yeah, I know. How do I even follow like that? Coffee Balboa. Just like. We should definitely have a, t- a statue of Todd. <laughs> yeah. Wearing the jersey. We'll put him yeah. in the municipality. Wearing like, the jersey. The city building, top of the steps. We thought we were elitist now. Just a greased up fucking statue? Or no, 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 no. In all your glory, like Batman style, like the Gotham one. <laughs> in like yeah, some, yeah. like. Watching uh, over us. In the courthouse. <laughs> Pulling the scales and like the but like but with the other hand like peeking through the blind like the blindfold. Okay, actual final thoughts. I think it's very very tough to like run something like Eventswood Buffalo in a town like Fort McMurray, which I think there's very little like us. I really think that that uniqueness uh, made it tough for for somebody like it's going by uh, not even speculation here going by what like a f- Greg Butters has said about the demise the dissolvement of uh, events with Buffalo they had rolling debt before um beforehand year to year they were already you know like in in a tough time but they had been making positive steps they'd been getting more progress uh then they hired because of people leaving and whatnot and you have to fill positions they hired David Whitelock into the position then you switch to my perspective where i feel like uh, he didn't adapt to the town is a number one you hired thing. external and, and yeah and it and it kind of backfired you and then and, you got and then beyond that like you just a lack of communication and a lack of knowing what exactly Fort McMurray needs and it's tough to answer that as we've evidenced today uh, it all just it was it led it led to the, the this uh, awesome organization uh, and many can argue and I think make valid points that uh, organization on the side of the council and as well as the actual staff of the organization throughout the years has been like up and down you've had some shining gems you've had some real stinkers like as with anything that's a possibility and it just all led down the toilet and now moving forward we there's still going to need to be events in Fort McMurray and that we were already had, at a point where we needed more and more and more events and more varied events so I guess uh, where do we go from here right like that's that's my final thought is um, step up now if you've got ideas I guess we, try it we fucking we trudge on as yeah. we always have as we always will we will adapt and we'll go you we'll must keep going. live on <laughs> interplay I'm just all greased up on my butt interplay well, and at least that the weekend of interplay there's definitely still going to be something going down yeah yeah a film festival yeah <laughs> Maddie, final thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, 
a lot of people are worried because now there's not going to be as many events in town. And, like, yeah, it, like Steve said, there is going to be, like, a, you know, some ripples. It's going to take a little while. But, you know, we got the we got the Filmmaker Association. We got the FMGA. Uh, we're both working on, uh, you know, upcoming events and trying to, you know, maybe even pick up the slack a little bit with that, that they're going to be, uh, that uh, events with Buffalo is left behind. But just for everyone out there who, you know, sends us those requests and stuff like just know that we're working on it you know like we're working on bringing you guys as much as we possibly can but it's hard it's hard in this town especially when it comes to venues that's the hardest part and it's it's what we're working on right now you know we're working on doing a gaming uh event coming up soon like a big uh a big thing coming up so you know we're working on it just just give us a little bit of a break (laughs) or you know or if you've got an idea for an event, do it. Yeah, or yeah. just do it. Exactly. Like, of course, if you need some advice on how to do it, that, that, that's that's no problem. I'm yeah. sure there's lots of people Come to us. that can give you advice. But go do it. Yeah. That's uh, that's my final thought. I, I have faith that there's going to be people to pick up the pieces. There's so many people like us in town. No one's just going to sit around all summer. Well, TEDx has had like, some success, for instance. Exactly, they just got exactly. almost $20,000. Exactly. They just that was announced such it. exact figure. They funny. just uh, announced their new date, actually. It's September 20th. And just like there, you know, there are these groups. Later into the year. Uh, I'm well, confident in all these groups in our community. It's going to be still going to be a great summer. Even like, you know, last year, yeah, you guys, right. movies in the park. Like, yeah. Yeah, like that. Exactly. that's awesome. Nice that was fucking there's genius. There's, it took me so long to perfect that logo. Awesome. <laughs> it looked really good, though. And We're totally doing that again this year. Like, 100%. We yeah. should do it during the week of winter play. Interplay. The, the Jurassic Park saying? trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Just all Jurassic raptors Park all the, the fucking time. time. Straight up. And buy your own popcorn. Uh, <laughs> Ash, final thoughts? Um, pretty much what everyone else said, I guess. I mean, it, it really does suck that uh, such a... Especially, uh, like, we've seen... We've got friends who were part of EWB previously. I mean, Misty's heartbroken. Misty put her blood, sweat, and tears well, into previously that and previously. The, the latest incarnation too. Oh, right? for sure! Yeah. Like it's 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 terrible. And I mean, with I mean, we're friends with Nania. She was pretty devastated from what I've heard. Like it's it's really sad. And I, but it it really is time for someone else has got to step up to the plate. I mean, the, the city obviously wants the events to happen. They still ran the. Santa Claus Parade, but they, I mean, they can't do it all themselves. No. They've got everything else going on. That's oh. why EWB existed in the first place. And but it's a I matter mean, of where does the money come from? But where does the money come from? Well, like, seriously. But at the end of the day, like, it's not going to be us who does it. We've got all our own stuff on the go. It's It's got to, someone's got to step up to the mark. I mean, there are lots of events in town that are that are really like you said TEDx um, Dancing with the Stars like events with visibility are starting to like pull off some cool stuff like but I don't think you need just to to comment on it I don't think you need one organization to do all that I'm very happy with a fractured group for sure I'm not saying one organization I'm like you do something you do something you do something Mac Island takes Canada Rocks bring back the interplay committee for interplay and have a group of people dedicated to our premier festival Year yeah. round. I'm just very scared that if Canada Rocks, like if something like Canada Rocks doesn't happen this year, that it won't happen next year. Like it's, it's. I'm worried that with this, 
the events that everyone's always looked forward to are going to die. And I mean, maybe Canada Day is a holiday no matter what. Yeah. But I'm really hoping that someone else picks the ball up and makes mm-hmm. something amazing. I it think might not have to be Canada Rocks. No. It could be Canada whatever. Canada I, Day. I think it's safe everything. to say, and this is an assumption, this is just me talking, but with the original scope and design of Shell Place, mm-hmm. I think this lull was kind of planned. Like, not planned, but they knew. We're losing they a big event yeah. to make one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. regardless sure. of what they call it, whether it's Canada Rocks, whether it's fucking bring back the Blueberry Fest or, or whatever, Shell Place is designed to be a yeah. premier concert fucking yeah. center, right? At the end of the day, I just I hope that there's fireworks on Canada and I think, Canada. And I, think like, they're always I don't care yeah. who does it. Yeah. I just yeah. really hope that there's something. I'll go fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. not, I'll go buy some down south to bring we'll them just up. Do so. yeah. Yeah. The uh, Tito. Um, <clears throat> I guess uh, from my standpoint, uh, it's uh, there's nothing that like I mean I'm not trying to underplay us, but like there's really nothing that special about us as a group, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm just saying that everyone in this community has the same potential as us. We're just the guys that were crazy enough to kind of do something, and because we saw an opportunity or a hole in our community, we created a film festival. I mean, this is this is what has happened with the events with events with Buffalo. There's, it's don't look at it as us losing something. It's more there's a need that's been called for, and that's where that's the origin of heroes. It's uh, there's a need, and and people step up to the plate and do what needs to be done, and uh, yeah, they they inspire others. I mean, that's what being a leader is, and really, it's not about doing something to get the credit for it it's about doing something because you really wanted it there to be a film festival or there to be some sort of event here in the community and so you took it upon yourself to do it and i mean um us as a group we can only help in 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 our own way like i said it's not like we're going to take over events with buffalo but the the idea is that we for sure are completely interested in having a film festival and that and we're not going to i mean hearing about events with buffalo uh, being dissolved had no effect on our plans to have a film festival. We're like, yeah, we're, we're still having a film festival. In oh, fact, yeah. we had been talking about it since last year. It's like, is is Interplay our best venue? Because really, at one uh, at this point, we were kind of thinking, especially with the change of how things were going with events with Buffalo, is like, are they really the people we want to be associated with in terms of the film festival? Because really, it was Interplay and the Interplay Film Festival. And our vision from year one was we wanted this to be like Stand up to par with like Edmonton and Calgary and Vancouver and even Toronto maybe after a few years the idea is that uh, that's how Sundance was born i mean Sundance is a small community and and and, and 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 essentially the that film festival has become the industry in that in that it, it was a re, it was a retirement spot and since that film festival it's all catered around that it's oh this is the movie spot now, right this is where where movies come to be shown and stuff and it's all because like friggin' It's it's called it's called Sundance because Butch Cassidy and the Sundance yes, Kid, good. yeah, Robert Redford to, and uh, uh, Paul Newman took great interest in having a true grassroots film festival. So, I mean, granted, they had a lot more pull, but uh, <laughs> they had to start somewhere. They obviously had, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's such a touristy destination with film festivals. Very, very much the it. yeah, yeah, and very much the 
you know, lead, follow, or get out of the way. I mean, those are the people that are complaining. You're going to, if it's not this, you're going to be complaining about something else. And if you think I'm wrong, prove me wrong. Do you're something gonna about it. You're going to complain about the band brought in. And it's going to be that the. the so th- right. those, those are just my final thoughts. Everyone, everyone sees news like this as a negative. I see it as an opportunity for others to step up to the plate. And that's my sentiment. Like, uh, <clears throat> I said it before. I'll, I'll just say it again quick. Uh, no one is happy that events of Buffalo uh, had to dissolve. I don't think, no one. Like everyone wanted to see these guys succeed, I think they had uh, definitely in the latter years the intention was there to make a, a premier festival. They wanted to do good for the community. Circumstances dictated otherwise. Uh, they pulled off some amazing events. I want to say thank you to Claude and David Whitelock. Uh, we the Interplay Film Festival was a part of Events with Buffalo for the last three years. Like I said, uh, our kind of pl- plan was it for it to stand on its own two feet, and well, now it's it's going to anyway. Whether there is a version of Interplay or not uh, this summer, we're still having the film festival. Mm-hmm. If you want to call our film festival Interplay, sure, why not? It's it's going to be happening this summer, and we're gonna it's going to be a big, really cool fucking event. So. Well, yeah, and I mean, not to over dramatize it, but like uh, I feel a little bit like Phoenix from the Ashes, right? Like we'll see what actually comes from this. Yeah, sure. No, exactly. So uh, to all the staff at Events of Buffalo, past and present, thanks for what you guys did, uh, and good luck to everyone in the future. And re- mm-hmm. and as of now, it's up to the people of uh, Fort McMurray to uh, to step out, step up to the plate now, and make sure that our premier festival interplay uh, keeps continuing in some way, shape, or form. For sure. No one has anything else uh, for this uh, for the. Greased up Todd guy episode of <laughs> the YMM podcast. I'm Todsky. I'm Tito. I'm Steve. I'm Ashgate Stace. And I'm Matt. We'll see you next set. Burp, 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 burp. T-Man Entertainment Production in association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find out more at ymmpodcast.com.